Yes. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Battle Science Podcast, the Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Go Battle League, uh, Silph Arena. Goodness, wow, that brain fart, my guy. Uh, uh, and other Pokemon Go uh, topics that pertain to the Pokemon Go PvP scene. I am one of your hosts, Steven, a.k.a. Boy in the Woods, joined as always by... Jesse, aka Rocket Admin J. Who that? Who who do? Who dis? I don't know. Uh, today's episode's gonna be formatted slightly different. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, this episode is for June fifth, twenty twenty. We are in June. We're really close to like a full three hundred sixty-five days of having Battle Science. Um, that was actually something I was gonna check ahead of time, and forgot to. Let me double check. Podbean to see when our first episode went out. Um, While you're doing that, I'll quickly kind of go over what we're going to be discussing tonight. Yes. We're going to be looking at the community day winners from the polls from last month, who the people voted for between Weedle, uh, Ghastly, Portal, and Sandshrew. Both Alolan and regular form counted in that one. We will be looking at the upcoming June events, talking about one of the most recent updates. For those of you listening in on Friday, this is probably going to be a little bit more fleshed out than what we're looking at today, as this was just found out within the last 48 hours, I want to say. And then we'll kind of wrap up tonight with Steven working out his Sorcerer Sorceress Cup team and building it. Yes. Um... Let's see. So our first episode went up on Podbean on July 3rd. So about a month from now. Yeah. Um, Episode zero might have been recorded a little bit earlier before that because I don't think our schedule was quite as fleshed out as far as recording on Tuesdays, posting on Fridays. Um, And also the title is Format Test in Mid-June Meta Discussion. So... um, I don't know when specifically it was recorded. Um, I could probably check the metadata of the episode recording that's on. I think it's on this computer. Should be on this computer. Um, But I'm not going to worry about that right now. Uh, Let's see. There are a lot of things going on. Um, Between uh, last episode and this episode, because we record on a biweekly schedule... Um, there's always a crazy amount of things that happen both in within Pokemon Go and in the real world that we all, I hope, live in. Um, if you're living, you're listening to this from a world that we don't all live in, um, how did you get there and how do I come join you? Um, <laughs> uh, also slightly different format. We're not, uh, recording live on Twitch for this episode. Um, Jesse and I, uh, came to a mutual decision of, uh, participating within the Blackout Tuesday, um, sort of movement. Um, so this is, if you're listening to it on podcast services, you're listening to it without really any difference. Um, that will be our, our primary, uh, primary place to go listen to it anyway. So, um, uh, we won't be interacting with uh, Twitch chat because there is no Twitch chat here. Um, so today's episode will will be without um, uh, 
interruptions or or like other side tangents and stuff um on top of that i don't jesse i didn't really talk to you about making a statement before this or making some sort of statement before this episode um but just to sort of make it clear because i don't know maybe there isn't all common sense um i i, I do support the black lives matter movement uh Same. I, I think that there needs to be um, justice for uh, for George Floyd. Um, uh, I think seeing what's happening uh, across the U.S. right now is is I, I I don't know how to put it into words. Uh, I can't imagine what um, black people in America, African Americans, people of color. Um, however you self-identify or any any anyone in this current state can is is feeling and coping with what's going on right now but also how uh how they feel on a day-to-day basis even without uh all of the protests and uh quarantine and all of that stuff i i can't imagine what you guys girls uh they uh, or there's another pronoun that's more accurate for that, um, that I don't know off of the top of my head right now. Um, I don't know how you go through it on a day-to-day basis. Um, uh, I can't, we can't sympathize with what you have to go through, but we stand up for you. We can, or we, no, we can sympathize. We can empathize. Uh, but I can't, we can't, we can't, I can't as a human being, as a, a, a Caucasian male fully understand what you're going through on a day-to-day basis, let alone what's going on, uh, right now. So, um, I'm speechless, honestly, with everything going on. This is not, not the America that I want to live in currently and in the future. And so, um, yeah, on top of with this all all on top of quarantine and COVID-19 and everything is insane, mind boggling and disturbing. So, um, before I sort of like spiral into less cohesive statements, um, if, if I, I, I think in a similar vein to the girls at PVP, uh, our comments before, um, if I do something that is, if I do something, say something that is disrespectful or, um, incorrect or, or, you know, what have you, um, please feel free to let me know so that I can uh, correct my actions. Um, uh, and I want to try and be better to better this, um, better this country that we all live in, uh, better the world that we all live in. Um, so, uh, all right, let's stick to, or let's get back to, um, let's get back to some PVP stuff. Cause there's, there's some stuff to, to cover here. Uh, community day, the, the poll that happened, what was it? Two days after we recorded? No, the day after. No, 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 no. It was the day we recorded and posted the podcast two weeks ago. Um, you still with me, dude? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
literally the day we recorded and posted two weeks ago, uh, the vote for Community Day for June and July. Uh, June's Community Day will be Weedle, uh, which will release Shiny Weedle and its evolutions. Um, and any Kakuna that is evolved into Beedrill during the June Community Day will learn Drill Run. Um, Beedrill is a sick Shiny. I'm excited for that. Um, Drill Run, as Jesse and I were were talking before the show, uh, Drill Run will definitely help Beedrill in performance within Sorceress Cup and within uh, GBL and beyond. Does it make an impact? Does Beedrill make an impact within Ultra League? No. Okay. Because part of me saw, thought that there's like a small, it makes a small impact. I mean, but... in the off chance we get Mega, it'll be there. It'll probably even a Master League. Depending on how the Megas are handled? Correct. Okay. Um, and then for July, uh, Ghastly is going to be our July Community Day. Ghastly Shiny has already been released, uh, but any Haunter that are evolved into Gengar during the Community Day hours uh, will get the move Shadow Punch. Um, this is something we've already talked about as well. Shadow Punch giving a little bit more of a bait move to Gengar. Uh, this will adjust some some within uh, Go Battle League and uh, Great League Silphorinas, uh, but it also affects more with Ultra League and Master League um, with pesky Giratinas and stuff. Uh, Proto Man and I were talking on Saturday about this, and he's like, why did so many people vote for Ghastly? And I was like, well, you know, you being his, one of his favorite Pokemon being Gengar, I was like, just people love Gengar in general and Haunter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a readable source to get stuff for PvP for those who have never had the chance to have a good Haunter for Go Battle League or for any of the Sylph Cups. But I said, I think more than anything, this is probably the best representation of a Pokemon's nature that I've seen so far in Pogo. Because if you think about the go- the ghosts in general, Ghastly Haunter and Gengar, even in the anime, they were depicted as, you know, pranksters. Mm-hmm. And with it getting Shadow Punch, it's essentially being a prankster with your sh- opponent's shields. Mm, okay. they, have to, they have to guess, is he faking? Essentially, it's a fake-out move. Right. right. They have and, to uh... predict, oh, are they using something strong, or are they just baiting me? Right. And Depends. I think that plays really well with Gengar's persona, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, I'm somewhat excited for Ghastly Community Day. I don't have a shiny Ghastly. I have the shiny Gengar from the raid days. And um, I think that's another reason, too, is a lot of people haven't found the wild Ghastly or Haunter. Right. So this will be a way for the, the collectors, at least, to get their dexes done. Right, the shiny decks. All right, that is your June and July community days. Uh, keep an eye out for those. Do we have dates released for those? I don't think they've said it yet. I don't think so either. Um, all right, more events in June uh, from PokemonGoLive.com. We have the June 2020 events. Zekrom's Pokemon Go debut and more. Um, I'm going to read almost verbatim from the PokemonGoLive.com article. Uh, June's research breakthrough encounter, Trap Inch with 
bonus trap inch candies from Monday, <laughs> June 1st at 1 p.m. to Wednesday, June or July 1st at 1 p.m. Trap inch, the ant pit Pokemon will be available as a research breakthrough encounter. Uh, when I saw this, I was like, you have to be kidding me. And then I saw a second, uh, second piece of, of content confirming it. Uh, and I was like, is there a way to avoid opening your research breakthroughs, uh, for a whole month? And yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not super excited. I know there's a good amount of the community that are just like, really? Because I, I'm getting the same vibes here as it is with when I wanted to vote for Squirtle for Community Day. We've already had a Community Day. It's Shiny's already released. Why are we getting it? Blah, 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 blah. And I look at this and say, it's the same instance with Squirtle. Not everybody was there for that Community Day. Maybe they didn't get it. It's relevant against most of the five-star raid bosses for the next month. I mean, it's going to die quick because it's fairly glass but it still does its job being a counter to the five stars and you know just because you live in an area or you participate in the community where you got it again this is one of those things that they had to fill time spot with obviously everyone wants gibble or they want dino dino however you want to say it and there's all this top pseudo legendary stuff that everyone wants but if they just give it to us then no one's going to be excited for when they actually come out. And again, we're in this somewhat crisis, somewhat pandemic putting things out right now. I I, I sympathize. I, I feel for you with them putting trap inch. There could have been better things, you know, and I do agree with some of the community that says what happened to all the five stars we used to get from boxes. And I think what's going on is they realize how much it have impact things like the legendary birds or the legendary beasts coming from researches being level 15 or below how they can affect the metas for the different tiers and i think one of the biggest ones i heard was why haven't we gotten something like giratina in a box and it's like did you hear what you just said think of how messed up that would make go battle league for a great league giratina would be in all three leagues and would be a dominant force in all three leagues arguably within great league there are other um performing things that could counter it because things like Glaceon, um, Frostlass, and some other ice types peak out around Great League better than they would in Ultra and Master League. Mm-hmm. Um, so arguably there's some more counters there and some more wiggle room. Um, uh, it's, a, I don't know, I guess a more crowded market within Great League. Yeah, uh, I think the TLDR but... of Trap Inch being the breakthrough was it was there just because it needed to fill the spot I would have been more interested to see other like raid exclusives, so things like Absol, um, and things that yeah. like, don't spawn in the wild, or don't spawn in the wild like enough. Yeah, or in in um, what's it called? Would you have been events? less upset if it was Clamperl? Uh, I would have been more interested if it was Clamperl. Okay. Um, if it were, say, it were like, um. I know we just had like a a bug event that switched it or an an event that switched them, but Illumice and Volbeat, um, Mm -hmm. I would have been interested to see have each region that has the other, have the research breakthrough be the other regional. Um, that would have been cool. Um, or the research breakthroughs are, um, like the Kanto regional Pokemon and they rotate or something. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think I would have been more interested to get the regionals rotating, like at random. Uh huh. I know that we've How already had egg events. How bad would you if you get your regional though? <laughs> yeah, or have a pool that is everything but your regional, and it's random. Mm. It's still a little bit more spiced around, or a little bit, a little bit better of a spice picks than yeah. you know trap inch that a lot of people have in his you know situational at best in most cases yeah. so um yeah you know not not every decision that um niantic makes is going to be you know top tier five star yeah. so i would count this as a two or three star if i was going to write rate it in a five star manner not that i should be rating absolutely every decision they make in a five star manner that's weird um two out of five pokeballs yeah two out of <laughs> yeah too much water too much water uh six out of ten uh zekrom makes its electrifying pokemon go debut starting tuesday june 16th at 1 p.m zekrom the deep black pokemon will be waiting for you to challenge in five star raids in addition there will be raid hour events featuring zekrom every wednesday while it's in five star raids so wednesday june 17th wednesday june 24th and wednesday july 1st be sure to have your remote raid passes stocked and ground ice dragon and fairy type pokemon ready for battle um neat i don't know we've talked about it's, uh, it's interesting how it, it, it'll bring some diversity to the dragon metas uh -huh. of ultra and master it's still not going to counter swampert it's still not going to counter giratina really well it's not going to really beat the alga this one's it's, the dragon electric correct yeah okay yeah we've already talked about move sets i think last episode yeah um, it's 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 an interesting it it's a better electric type i'll say that <laughs> okay is it better than Ampharos? just because it has that dragon supporting it <laughs> that's true it is better than Ampharos, probably oof uh all right Throwback Challenge 2020 Special Research. Congratulations to the trainers who completed all four timed research lines. This is a lot of paragraphs. I'm actually probably going to cut this down. Let's see. Uh, so starting, where is my, where are my dates here? Um, uh, complete all four sets of, uh, complete all four sets of tasks in the special research to earn five rare candies reward encounters with galarian mouth galarian stunfisk and genesect and professor willow's glasses as an exclusive avatar item unlike the previous sets of timed research this special research isn't time limited and can be unlocked and completed at any time don't worry if you couldn't complete all timed research lines you'll be able to purchase a ticket for throwback challenge celebration 2020 special research in the stop which will grant you the same tasks and rewards as a throwback challenge champion 2020 special research uh don't make me say that five times fast if you already have access to throwback challenge champion 2020 blah 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 you'll get candy for rather than a second reward encounter for the galarian pokemon um and you'll earn stardust instead of professor willow's glasses or getting them again um all trainers can still enjoy an event taking place during the same time period. In this event, Galarian Stunfisk will be appearing in the wild, and you can hatch Galarian Mouth, Galarian Zigzagoon, Galarian Darumaka, and Galarian Stunfisk from 7k eggs. Uh, plus, try evolving Galarian Mouth, Galarian Zigzagoon, Zigzagoon and Galarian Darumaka. Um, 
Has the community made enough comments about 7K eggs being not good for Niantic to make a change? Because uh, it doesn't look like it. Mm -mm. Um, what? Why? Why are these behind 7K eggs? Why are these not in 2Ks or 5Ks? Why are these in eggs, period? When yeah, when quarantines are still happening. That that, it, come on, guys. Try harder. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of it. Put it in research. I don't know. And make me play the game. <laughs> Rather than just opening gifts and then closing it and just walking around. I mean, I get it's an activity. You know, it's an activity app. That's one of the goals. But don't put it in 7K eggs. Or if you're going to put it in 7K eggs, make, it, make those the only things in 7K eggs. Which I guarantee you... Is not going to happen. I will eat crow if if these what one two three four Pokemon are the only Pokemon in seven K eggs, but I they're not going to be the only ones in there. So just hey, for future reference, do you prefer smoked or barbecued? <laughs> uh, <laughs> or deep fried? I've been I've been wanting pulled pork, so I will take pulled crow. Okay, smoke smoke that uh, smoke that sucker. Pour it with barbecue sauce and put it on a bun. Let's do this. Um, <laughs> uh, for more information, check out this blog post, which we've already covered last episode. Uh, the Solstice theme event and the bug out event return to Pokemon Go. Uh, some familiar events are coming back later this month. The Solstice theme event will run from Friday, June 19th uh, at 8 a.m. to Wednesday, June 24th. Why, is, why are they shrinking it down to only a couple of days? It, the la our last couple of events were a full week. Why are they? Well, I mean, we do have. They still haven't announced. Well, no, they did the announcement for the GoFest. I I don't know. <laughs> this is this seems like a weird take back of the events. I think the original bug out event was two weeks. It was either a full week or two right. weeks. They're cutting these down to a weekend. I don't know. That's another poor decision. I am almost fired up right now. <laughs> God, I'm close. Um. All right, Solstice event, Friday, June 19th to Wednesday, June 24th. Bug out event will run from Friday, June 26th to Wednesday, June 1st, or July 1st. Uh, we'll share more details as we get closer to the event dates. Um, I want to say there are some data mines as far as what Chinese would be released. I don't have that information up here, but if you are uh, interested in finding that information before it's officially released, uh, it is out there, I believe. Yep. Uh, upca upcoming Pokemon Spotlight Hours. In the month of June, Pokemon Spotlight Hour will take place every Tuesday at 6 p.m. local time, except for June 2nd, which is the day recording. Uh, and each hour will spotlight a different Pokemon and special bonus. Uh, starting with June 9th, Patrat will be in the spotlight, and you'll earn twice the XP for evolving Pokemon. That's a weird bonus. Okay. Um, if you still need to get to uh, level 40, that's not a bad option unfortunately it'll probably be before weedle community day because if you catch a bunch of weedle and have a bunch of candy you can mass evolve but if it's before then then whatever um june 16th nummel will be in the spotlight and you'll earn twice the stardust for catching pokemon so uh, this one i did talk with proto man about uh -huh. personally i know a lot of people aren't a fan of nummel uh-huh but living where we do, we don't see them a lot. Yes. I would like to have one as a really niche pick for PvP. 
I've never been able to find a decent one. Mm-hmm. It also recently got earth power, so it's not terrible. It's also a fire type. They could really use some buffs. Yep. Oh, don't get me started. So I'm on ex- fire types. I'm semi excited for Numo for Numo Spotlight Hour. Problem is, it's uh same day as our next episode recording. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, maybe we'll adjust schedules or something. Um, Tuesday, June 23rd, Clefairy will be in the spotlight and you'll earn twice the XP for catching Pokemon. If you're lucky, you might encounter shiny Clefairy rather than so hatching the shiny the, baby. It's the Meryl mechanic. They're yes. going to release the shiny for the event and then take it away. Maybe. Or is it staying? Well, I think shiny Meryl is still available as shiny is Meryl. It? Okay. Yeah. It's Meryl spawns aren't fantastic. I think they did it because they released it during the uh, val or not the Valentine's Day, the Easter event, and mm-hmm. then when there was the Azu Merrill or Merrill event, like Battle Day or whatever, I think it was still mm-hmm. available as shiny. So, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody, you know, tweet at us or whatever. Um, That's another one I think people will be a little excited for just because it's Clefairy. Yeah, yeah, it's Clefairy. Cool. Uh, Tuesday, June 30th, Krikatot will be in the spotlight and you'll earn twice the candy for catching Pokemon. Why isn't the shiny being released? I don't know. Actually, that's the thought is that's the same week as somebody was saying that's the same week as the bug out event. Um, let's see. Yes, that's during the same time as the bug out event. And there's a chance that the shiny will be released either during the, the beginning of the bug out event or at the, um, spotlight hour. during its hour. Yeah. So, but we'll have to wait and see because that information's not here and all that stuff's just speculation. So, uh, and again, as most of these articles uh, finish off with, please be aware of your surroundings and follow guidelines from local health authorities when playing Pokemon Go. Upcoming events are subject to change. Be sure to follow us on social media, opt into receiving push notifications, and subscribe to our emails to stay updated. For the latest on in-game events and feature updates, be sure to check this help center article and that's just like linked in the document here uh on the page so our next piece of item in this news roundup i still want to work on those bumpers i've got an idea but i gotta put it together pokemon are we gonna talk galarians huh no we can talk about galarians no pokemon go fest 2020 oh yeah yeah a completely reimagined virtual experience virtual event experience is coming july 25th and 26th Trainers, this is actually a handful of paragraphs that I'm basically just going to sum up with. With everything going on, they are going to remove remotely. Uh, GoFest dates are July 25th and 26th. Uh, GoFest 2020 will take place as an entirely global event in a virtual format, which will allow trainers worldwide to participate from wherever they play. Um, in another first, all ticket holders will be able to attend both days of this two day event. Um, while we miss, while we'll miss the traditional congregation of Pokemon Go fans, we're thrilled to bring a special Pokemon Go Fest experience to trainers. Not only are you in for an exciting weekend of bonuses, Pokemon encounters, and special research, there will also be exciting ways to connect with other trainers and experience other fun surprises throughout the entire summer. Be sure to check the Niantic blog and the Pokemon Go Fest website for more updates in the coming weeks. Uh, Oh, this is an interesting little end. Uh, We can't wait to share them all with you until we can meet again in the same park and under the same sky. Let's go. That's a nice little sign off. 
GoFest. All of the details we have are the dates, July 25th, 26th. Uh, it's happening remotely, and it's going to be two days, which I hope is a weekend. Let me double check that. God, if it's not a weekend, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Uh, July 25th and 26th. Yep, that, that is a the final Saturday and Sunday of July. So, neat. That's a thing. Still don't know how much it's going to cost. Hold on to your wallets, fellas, ladies, <laughs> and everyone else. All right. The last piece of info within our uh, news roundup, sort of. Kind of without our, outside of our news roundup. Is this even worth us talking about? Because this all of this information is going to be out by the time the podcast comes out. Eh, eh, it's let's, relevant. Let's talk about it anyway. Uh, Galar form, uh, the Galarian form Pokemon's movesets uh, were data mined. So the evolutions uh, were not uh, not quite sure. At the time of are. this recording. Yep. That information is probably going to be out. Oh, good heavens. I would say wednesday very early if not even tonight depending on uh other regions starting the event before us mm-hmm. um let's see galarian forms what starts here uh galarian mouth are you ready for these moves jesse you've already seen them though um Hit me. uh galarian moves or galarian meowth's quick moves are scratch and metal claw Again, steel type needing better moves. Steel type needs some reform here. Um, needs needs better. Uh, interesting that the code cites the charge moves as cinematic moves. Uh, Night slash, gyro ball, and dig. Uh, oof on the dig. Dig has <laughs> never been good. Um, gyro ball is situational because it takes a little while, and night slash is night slash is good. Cool. Um, next on this list is Galarian Farfetched. Uh, based quick moves are uh, Rock Smash and Fury Cutter. Uh, of these so two. for those who don't know, the Galarian form of Meowth is a Steel type, and the Galarian form of Farfetched is a Fighting. Yes, they just change their base, uh, their base types, and they don't get added a second type until, I think maybe their evolutions or no, their evolutions are monotype as well. Mono once they evolve. Okay. For those two in particular, uh, the charge moves of Galarian Farfetched are Brick Break, Brave Bird, and Leaf Blade. Um, Galarian Farfetched looks pretty sweet with fury cutter and leaf blade and then brick break and brave bird are going to be i think brave bird's probably the selection above that um but fury cutter is a pretty decent fast move and leaf blade we all know how leaf blade looks mm-hmm. um the unfortunate thing about uh glare and farfetched it is attack weighted and if it's anything like uh cantonian farfetched or no is it a johto or is it a cano it's Kanto. Kanto. Uh, if it's anything like Kanto Farfetch'd, it's going to cap out pretty low. Um, I'm not too up. sure because, I mean, we know that attack-weighted Pokemon seem to have a little bit higher a CP value. So I think this one might actually be decent in, in Great League. Okay. Um, Fury Cutter and Leaf Blade are two moves that Sceptile learns. Um, mm-hmm. So we might see a fairly spammy bird here, um, mm-hmm. although it's not within the flying type. Uh, and then, let's see, there's a couple more on this list. I almost said last on our list. This is not the last. Um, 
Galarian Zigzagoon, which is a yes. normal normal dark. Is that right? Yep. So it's uber weak to fighting. Uh, I like the brief description of both it, Zigzagoon and its evolution, Lanoon. Uh-huh. It's the less thick rat. Less thick rat? Like Alolan Raticate? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Galarian Zigzagoon has Tackle and Takedown as its fast moves. Oof. Uh, dig, body slam, and swift as its fast move or as its charge moves. Uh, body slams in there, but uh, you know, tackle and takedown really don't pick it up any wins. Um, Lanoon gets a little bit more juicy. Uh, Galarian Lanoon's fast moves are snarl and lick, both of which are pretty good. Uh, snarl, I think, has the upper hand within this situation, though. Uh, and then charge moves uh, as dig, body slam, and gunk shot. Body slam and snarl, that's going to be a juicy combo. Dig still, it's, Dig just needs an update. Dig needs needs a buff. Um, I think Dig needs to be put on the equivalent of like discharge. Being a semi, a, traditionally a three bar fast move or charge move. Okay, so it just needs to hit faster. Yeah. Um, and then gunk shot. I'm not gunk super. shot's awesome on it. Oh, is it? I okay. think they said it was like nine. Uh, what is it? Eight snarls to a gunk shot. Oh boy! And that's like almost a one hit on a lot of things. Cool. <laughs> Galarian... It literally chucks a garbage can in the animation. Galarian Lanoon. Is that available within Sorcerer's Cup? Yes. Okay. This should be fun. Um, maybe it's a normal type. <laughs> yeah, normal dark. So, uh, Galarian Darumaka, which is what? Just an ice type? Is that right? Uh. I forget this one because I didn't. That was an exclusive to your version, so I didn't pay attention in mine. Oh, I see. Um, quick moves of tackle and ice fang. Miss me with that tackle. Catch me with that ice fang. Uh, cinematic moves of ice punch and ice beam. Uh, that ice fang ice punch is going to be an interesting combo, but unfortunately, move diversity is severely lacking in this instance. So. Um, but I'm pretty sure you're not going to be running Galarian Darumaka. You're going to be running Galarian Darminitan or Darmanitan. And I think even in that instance, this one fits better in Ultra and Masters. Mm. Um, so Galarian Darmanitan, uh, Tackle and Ice Fang as its quick moves. And then its uh, charge moves. Oh, look at this. Look at these options. Overheat, Avalanche, Superpower, and Ice Punch. That list is so juicy. That is fantastic. Um, it is, I believe, just an ice type. Is that correct? Again, I'm not positive. Um, I can look it up one second. Good. And then we're looking at Galarian Darmanitan's Zen mode, Zen form. Uh, quick attacks of Tackle and Ice Fang. Its uh, charge moves still has Overheat, Avalanche, Superpower, and Ice Punch. Um, the method of swapping between the two, if there is a way, we are not quite sure. I imagine it's going to be just like Cast Form or uh, Cherum, where it's two different versions depending on weather or spawns, unfortunately. So base Form, Darmanitan, Galarian is ice uh-huh. zen mode is ice and fire okay has there been any talks as far as changing the two forms no okay well it comes I mean, out we tomorrow even have so... the base. we have the original darmanitan too and we haven't seen it zen mode either 
Oh, look at this first comment in the uh, in this Reddit thread. The dub scrub. I wonder who that is. <laughs> um, no, actually, probably not, because that is based in Qatar. So maybe it's not uh, Scrubler Dustin. Um, Brave Bird needs the wild charge upgrade, and I would agree with that. Um, the final Pokemon on this list, Galarian Stunfisk, which will be spawning in the wild. Oh, look at that stamina, 240. Beefy, 171 beast space defense. Oh, Mudshot fast, Metal Claw fast. You're looking at that Mudshot, Metal Claw, again, pass me on that. Uh, Steel-type moves need buffs. Uh, charge moves of Earthquake, Flash Cannon, Muddy Water, and Rock Slide. That is a nice combo, but honestly, I'm going to give I'm gonna give that 5-star rating to uh, Galarian Darminitan. Um, that is a juicy combo of, of charge moves. Um, thoughts before moving on, Jesse? I just wish they weren't limited to eggs. Same. Because your PvP IVs, you're, you need to trade them to look at that, to try and get as low of an attack as possible. So yeah. this is uh, but disappointing. You can, if, if you're one of those people that, like myself, has completed all of the uh, all of the researches up until this point, and you want access to more of them, you could pay $8 and get a whole new set. No, you get candy. Oh, you do just get candy? That yeah. was confirmed? Yeah, you okay. just get candy. Yeah, you'll get you'll get one catch on whatever wh- whichever piece of research you've or whichever reward you got either the guaranteed or if you did not or if you did not complete all 4 weeks of the throwback um the the paid research will give you those spawns. If you did complete all 4 weeks of the research, your um your champion research will give you the four spawns i think four five um and then if you pay the extra you will just get 10 candy i think per um in place of an additional spawn which well then it's not really worth it to pay it no not really (laughs) not really we talked about that last episode okay all right let's see uh oh uh farfetched can now learn cut through elite tm that was within this uh data mine as well um New shadow and purified forms were added for Farfetch'd, Zigzagoon, Linoon, Daramaka, and Stunfisk, non-Galar only. Oh god, Shadow Stunfisk, please no. Um, <laughs> also added for Obstagoon, Perserker, and Surfetch'd. So we might get Shadow... <gasps> Does that mean Shadow, Obstagoon, Perserker, and Surfetch'd would be the Rocket Leaders? Oh, p- please! Well, that'd be so cool. We never saw anything about Team Rocket and Galar, so that might be interesting. That's true. Yeah, that would be interesting. Huh. Um. Okay, that is the Galar Pokemon update. And again, listening to this on Friday or after, all of this information is somewhat irrelevant. But we figured we'd talk about it anyway. Um, okay, on to meta-analysis, and, um, we're taking this a little bit differently than we normally would. Is it Bidoof, Bidoof happening? I'm just getting a lot of Bidoof spawns at home. I don't know what's going on. Well, actually, I should know what's going on. It's just standard spawns. Um, we're taking this, uh, meta-analysis a little bit differently because I don't have a team built, and it will be more in, I, I think, maybe more interesting if we take the approach 
of an, uh, analyzing and talking about Sorcerer's Cup in um, in the context of putting together my team. So uh, maybe I'm selfish like that. Uh, maybe I'm creative like that. Uh, you decide and don't tell me about it because I don't want to hear <laughs> I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear your thoughts I want on your that. opinions on who I should put in my team, but I don't want your critical I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want you to call me selfish because maybe I already <laughs> know that. Maybe I don't. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go grab a drink real quick. I'll be right back. Uh, okay, cool. Now I get to carry the show. Um, yep. All right, I'm going to talk about the cup stats then while he's... Stay thirsty, my friends. Stay thirsty, my friends? No, hydrate. <laughs> That's not how the phrase goes. Um, I'm going to talk about the cup stats that we have so far. We are recording on the second, uh, which means we literally have two days of data. So take this with a grain of salt. Um, but then again, also know that I'm sure a lot of people um, love to get, like, burst through tournaments day one um it happens more than i understand um top of this list of live cup data we have alolan muck with a 31 percent usage azumaro with a 29 percent usage azumaro please please stop self niantic if you're listening all right just remove azumaro from usage what happened just remove azumaro from usage just don't let people use it. Please, uh -huh. for, for the sake of my sanity. Just remove Ozumaro from usage. Just just don't allow it to be used. Just remove it from the game if you're listening. Just give me just give me just give me that. Just give me that one little thing. I'm tired of seeing Ozumaro, please. I understand its bulkiness. I understand how it's built, but please. Please give me a breath of fresh air. Just just, just remove Ozumaro. Just do it. Do it. Do it, please, 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 <laughs> please. All right, I'll move on. Uh, Hypno, 28%, coming in at third. Knockdowl with the 22% usage. Toxicroak with a 22% usage. Frostlass with a 21% usage. Uh, this list goes all the way down. I'm not going to go completely. Bronzong, Skunk Tank, Munchlax, and Wigglytuff round out the top. What is it? Two, four, six, eight, ten. Top ten. Um, let's see here. I think surprisingly, we don't see a grass poison until Venusaur, much lower down. Um, gotta find something that'll be able to counter Azumarill while also not being grass, because your other poisons, um, your ice types and pseudo ice types, um, uh, Noctowl and Flying... There's a lot of things that are going to counter the grass, and so running it is looks like it's, it's literally not, just there to beat Azu. Yeah, and even then, it you have to be very careful running it. So, I um, mean, the other benefit to something like Venusaur is it also does beat the fairies. Yeah. Oh boy, um, the fairies, and then the bulky ones, the bulky normals too. Bulky normals. So. In this, some of this context, um, we put out, I put out a question, and unfortunately, I really didn't ask that question um, far enough in advance to really get a whole lot of uh, answers here. Uh, but I asked on our Discord, um, when I'm putting together a team, is there a spice, cheese, or off pick that would be something within Sorceress Cup uh, to start building a team around? 
Um, so Stogo responded with uh, a spicy normal pick would be an interesting place to start. Kangaskhan or Furret, maybe, or something else. Um, uh, Jesse, you suggested Weavile. Uh, Proto Man suggested Sneasel. Um, I don't know. Should we just like roll a dice on this? They have added Obstagoon on PvP rankings for Sorceress. In PV Poke? Yes. Where is it at? Lanoon Galarian uh, form is at 13. Obstagoon is at number three. Is it? I need to refresh this then. And Holy Ozzy cow, it is. Down. What? Yeah. That was in between me pulling up that link before the show and yeah. the show. Ozumarill is at one. Look at its move pool. Counter and lick, night slash, cross chop, hyper beam, gunk shot. Okay, n- counter, night slash. Cool. I Cross chop, is cross chop new to the game? No. Okay. It's a fast hitting fighting move. Uh, okay. I mean, the counter doesn't surprise me. That's impressive. <laughs> all, all right. Uh, but again, it has to hatch from eggs or the one from research. For now. God, that's gross. That's disgusting. It beats um, the top of the meta, too. It uh, beats Bronzong. It's a close. It, it wins barely with Noctowl. It kind of wins with Amok. It beats Hypno. And it kind of beats Frostlass. Oh, that's interesting. Its top counters oh. are Togekiss, Medicham, Toxicroak, Granbull, Togetic. The fairies. Yeah. Well, and Medi. Medi and Toxie are the two other fighters. Fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Um, let's see. Where is the other stuff? Uh, Galarian Lanoon is at number 18, just beneath Reg- or, can- or Hoen- Ho- Hoenian Lanoon? Yep. Hoenian? I- There's got to be a better phrase for that. Um, Gen 3. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I think that's it. I'm scrolling down and I don't see any other Galarian Pokemon in here. Um, oof. Claydol was number nine. It went all the way down to 26. Oof. Um, some of you are saying that uh, they're going to try and make Garbodor work within this meta. Um, okay. Let's see here. That's an interesting shakeup. Yes, that is a very interesting shakeup. Um, we'll have to give a few days to see where that adjusts its usage within probably give it a week or so to see where its usage lands in um, Sorceress Cup Mm -hmm. Um, just because it has to be out for a little while and then it has to be uh, tournaments have to start and and to see that usage data Um, all right do we start with Kangaskhan or Furret or some other normal or do we start with a Sneasel I would prefer using a Sneasel over a Weavile I'm sorry, I'm I'm gonna go with Proto Man over you. Uh, well I think you should pick something you like and then build a team around that, if anything. I'm gonna look up normal types in PB Poke within Sorceress. Uh let's see, Obstagoon, Normal Dark, Noctowl, Normal Flying, Wiggly Tough, Linoon. Lanoon Galarian, Munchlax, Licky Licky Tongue. I personally am running Lanoon because the Shadow Claw beats out the Ghosts. Mm -hmm. The Thunder almost one shots Azu. 
And the grass nut also helps with Azu and possibly other things that are weak to grass, which aren't many, but there are things. Plus, it's a pretty good chunk of damage from neutral. Um, and you know, we you've seen me use Lanoon before. You know how it performs. Mm -hmm. I let's see, Avalanche, Ice Punch, Foul Play, Return. Sneasel looks interesting. It's fairly low ranked, I think, because it's attack weighted, but it picks up some solid wins. Knocked out. The only thing it's it's afraid of is. Fighting and fairy. Yeah. A nine tails, uh, Wigglytuff, Clefable, Obstagoon, Metacham, all top counters here. But it beats Noctowl, it beats Amuk, it beats Hypno, uh, with a six fifty rating, so that's a little bit close. Uh beats Bronzong by twenty seven points in this rating. And then it beats Munchlax by eighteen, so not great. Um, yeah, it's a it's a really risky play of a character just because the reason I say Weavile is because it has Snarl. Uh, Snarl hits a lot of things for neutral or better. Yeah, Kangaskhan's super low down here, and it's Mud Slap, Stomp. Kangaskhan like gets caught against things way too often that it can't do anything about. Mm -hmm. If it gets stuck up against a Noctowl or another Flyer. If it gets stuck up against Claydol, if it gets stuck up against uh, any of the water. What was the other thing it gets stuck against? If it gets caught in a fighting, it gets punched like twice and it dies. Kangaskhan and Furret are both fairly low ranked as well within PV Poke. Um. Yeah, for its movesets, not great. Um, Zigzagoon isn't necessarily a spicy pick. Oh goodness! Options, options, options. I could run Dunsparce and be just mm, dumb. Um, I could run Eradicate. I don't mind doing. I that. think you should, because you played with it in Ferocious and you liked it. I didn't play in Ferocious. It was um Twilight, I believe. Was it Twilight? I, I think so. When you had it in Ferocious. No, I think it was the first. That first. Uh, um, I didn't play in Ferocious because Ferocious's meta was bad. Um, okay. I think it was Twilight. It was the first tournament I ever participated in. Um, so if you I run it as it. your dark, you could still run something like a Lull and Muck as your poison. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna open. People just know that into... with Obstagoon coming in, I feel like it just having that counter makes. It's so much better than Radicate. Radicate, Alolan, uh, Quick Attack, Crunch, Hyper Fang. Is that the. Yeah, Quick Attack, Crunch, Hyper Fang. Um, okay. Let's put that in, in the lead. Coverage D, Bulk B, Safety F, Consistency A. <laughs> Um, barely wins to Ozzy. And you can't really consider those rankings because you're just putting something in. Is it really? No, it loses. Oh, uh, that's odd. Why is Obstagoon? Oh, okay, I'm reading this graph wrong then. 
It barely loses to Azu. Uh, um, or not barely. Loses to Azu, loses to Frost, loses to Obscune, beats Hypno. Uh, close win, Noctowl. Close win, Amok. Close win, Bronzong. Close win, Golbat. Close yeah, those win, close Tank. wins don't really help it. Close win, close win, Linoon. Um, let's see, biggest threats, a lot of big things. So maybe that's not the best option. I don't know. Maybe I work. Maybe I let Hypno work. Although Hypno's usage is it's not it's not a spice pick. I don't know. This is hard. This is already hard. Um. I don't want to say this is already more work than I want to put in, but more work than I put into Forest because I didn't do much for Forest, unfortunately. It's just been so hard with everything going on, trying to get motivation and especially remote remote tournaments. I was not super big of a fan of to begin with, um, and then making it the only. Uh, I'm not against the reasoning of making it the only way to do tournaments. Um, it's just I like to be able to set aside time. And you know, go and do tournaments as part of uh, community day, or um, you know, a day out or something. Um, and unfortunately, remote tournaments I have to set aside. It's like a bunch of extra communication, and sometimes timing doesn't work out. Um, and like, I just some days are just I'm off as far as PvP or anything. So, um, not as big of a fan of remote tournaments. Um, do you want to start know. with frost glass? Do you have a good frost glass? No. Uh no, not really. Um okay. I mean I could start with Toxie. I mean if are we should I start with the Do I start with a spice pick? Maybe not. Maybe I run with the safe pick. Usually people build a core and then they add spice into the mix. Okay. Um Hmm, do I uh let's start with a fighter. I think question's going to be either Toxie or Metacham. I have reasonable ones of both. Toxie hits I mean, more. It hits. It just hits better. Let's start with Toxie. It, hits, it has more coverage. Let's start with Toxicroak. Toxicroak, counter, mud bomb, sludge bomb. Your same, uh, same spots or um, same t uh, move. So Toxie is an interesting one because I have heard people saying that they drop sludge bomb for dynamic punch interesting coverage just for that f. little extra damage against the wall and muck uh coverage f bulk f safety d consistency b i mean it's the only one pokemon so um <laughs> handily beats obstagoon it somehow wins against noctowl barely somehow barely it's beats for the neutral um amok uh, and then Galalee barely wins, and then it handily beats Skunk Tank. Um, okay, so if we've got Toxic Croak, let's keep looking. Um, I'm gonna scroll through Nifty or Thrifty because I've got the Nifty or Thrifty open, and I haven't read it yet. Um, it's been out for I think a few days now. Um, go read that because these articles are always. Um, there's no publishing date here on the Sylph. Dot gg which is a little unfortunate um let's see uh could run be barrel do i run okay uh another poison do i run golbat or do i run um scoliopede um 
I mean, how good Scoliopede versus how good is Golbat? You're familiar with Golbat. Are you planning on using another flyer? Uh, is it worth using another flyer? No. Okay. Um, is it worth running flying? Although I guess flying... bug is bug still weak to ice, right? No. No, isn't it? Uh, let's see. Uh, Scolipede is similar to Beedrill, better in some ways, beating Croak and Metacham, taking down Arat and Celio, but also worse in some key areas, cannot reliably beat Azumarill, loses to Beedrill, and cannot do drill run stuff like beating Tentacruel, Quillfish, and A-Slash. Beedrill is likely to be all the rage, and for good reason, but don't ignore Scolipede. The losses hurt, but the wins get it. it wins it gets that B does not are very welcome and the opponent possibly surprisingly constellation prize um okay i'm gonna put scoliopede on here and then we can adjust that as we go okay so scoliopede is going to depending on what they have it it definitely loses to knockdown it definitely is an interesting matchup against skunk tank mm -hmm. um yeah, no, keep keep going. Um, okay, so I've got two poison. I don't want to over poison my team, so let's run. Okay, I'm looking at Hypno, although I'm thinking maybe we need to throw in an ice type. Or do we need to throw in an ice type? Ice type, what is ice type beating? Uh, it beats Noctowl and beats the grasses that apparently aren't around. Um... It gets walled by the water and walled by the steel. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe ice type don't make sense. I guess the reason Alolan Sand Slashes is... The reason Frost Slash is as high as it is is because of Shadow Ball. Um, the reason Alolan... Frost Slash also has access to Crunch. Mm, okay. Uh, Alolan Sand Slash is here because of the steel. And Celio is just Celio. Uh, A9 Tails is sickness. up here. Yeah, A9 Tails is here because it's got charm, because it's got a little bit of that fairy action. So um, let's see. So let's run with, and since I don't necessarily need anything to beat the grass since I've got poison and bug. Um, Look uh, at what you have right now. What's the biggest threat to both of those? Flying. Flying. Uh, let's see. Uh, loses to Frostlass, loses to Hypno, loses to Bronzong, loses to Golbat. Toxicroak narrowly wins Noctowl. So what is a good Noctowl counter? Let us look at PD Poke, and we're going to click Noctowl. Let's see. Top counters, Frostlass, Glalie, Piloswine, Weavile, Cloister. I am not against running Cloister. I have one. If you do up. run Cloister, realize that it does take a while to get to Hydro Pump, and it's otherwise limited to just Ice moves. Yep, Ice Shard and uh, Icy Wind. I ran it. Uh... Voyager, wasn't it? Yes, I believe so. Ice Shard, Icy Wind, Hydro Pump, and Pokemon Rate Team. Cover I mean, C, if you're considering D. adding Azumarill to your team, you could run it with Ice Beam over Cloister. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I wasn't super impressed with Cloister's performance previously. 
And as much as I'm not a big fan of Azumarill as far as it just being everywhere, Azumarill? It does what it bubble, needs to in this cup. Bubble, play rough, ice beam. I believe I already have mine with that moveset. Let me double check this. Uh, I called it. I mean, these. the one trade off is if you do run it with those two movesets, you will get destroyed by things like steel with mm. Azu because you can't do anything with ice or play rough. Okay. No, play, play rough but, still does neutral damage to Celio. I, no, I mean against things like. Oh, uh, against steel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the things that water is known for is having the ability to shut down steels. But with that moveset, you kind of set yourself up. If you get trapped on a Brazong, there's not much you can do. That's true. I've got bubble, play rough, and hydro pump, so I don't have the ice. Um. All right. I'm going to then. Let's adjust that to hydro pump to what it has currently. And then we'll go from there. So coverage C, bulk C, safety C, consistency B. Um, so big weakness is Hypno, uh, Bronzong, Golbat. Um, so Psychics and Flying still. Muck. Um, much lower down. Let's go back. I don't know. Where, where am I going? Sorceress Cup. Let's scroll through Nifty or Thrifty some more and see if anything jumps out as performance. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. A nine tails would be interesting to run just for pure charm. Um, I don't think I don't think I need to. What am I weak to right now? I think you said psychic dark poisons and steel. Uh hypno. So yeah, psychics. So running a dark type. Is not a bad idea. Let's see what we got for darks. Dark type, Obstagoon, Amuck, Skunk Tank, Linoon, Radicate, Grimer, Sneasel, Weavile. Wow, that is a really small list of dark type Pokemon. Um, oh, when it's not an when it's not a main type, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Amuck with Snarl, Dark Pulse, Sludge Wave. Why Sludge Wave? That's an interesting pick. Um, running it as a dark type rather than a why poison Sludge type. Wave? Because Azumarill, that's why. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, is Azumarill a weakness? Somewhat. Scoliopede walls it. Or it should. Yes. Poison Jab X or Sludge Bomb. Unless it's running, if it's running Ice Beam, still a win. Okay. Uh, do I go a muck with dark moves then? I mean, what do you have? You have what do you have so far? Um, so far, Toxic Croak, Scoliopede, Azumarill. Yeah, I. You already have two poisons. Uh, you wouldn't go Just another to make one? it three. Okay. All right. So uh, then... what other dark options do you have? Uh, Eradicate is here. Um, Galarian Linoon might be interesting. Um, Sneasel and Weavile. The dark type. There really isn't a whole lot. Um, what is? I mean, Sneasel and Weavile would definitely take care of three of the things you are 
encountering their issues right now. But I think it's a really bad idea not to run a lone muck too. Yeah. Hmm. So then, I mean, I could switch. I want to try Scoliopede at some point. Um, so let's see. Frostlass has. I don't think there's enough things to make Scoliopede re relevant at this time, in my opinion. It handily beats Azumarill. Um, let's check its. Uh, let's see. Uh, Scoliopede wins is a 56%, losses is a 42% versus Toxicroak's 68% wins, and Ozmeril's handily seven, 73%. Uh, yeah, Scoliopede. Do I switch Scoliopede out for Amok and go basic meta, or do I switch it out with Golbat? Golbat wins. Golbat should win Azumarill, except for Ice Beam scenarios. Because I think you should fang. go with Golbat just because you're familiar with it and you know how it works. Okay, and I have one. Just know that it will die in two hits to every other. You'll have two things really big weak to Psychic. Mm -hmm. So your team will be inviting Psychics to come fight you. Coverage B, Bulk C, Safety B, Consistency B. That looks better. Azu. No, hold on. Wow. Azu beats Golbat in a one-shield scenario. That's even without Ice Pump, or without Ice Beam. Mm -hmm. That's with Hydro Pump. Oh, I don't know. What's our usage again? Azumarill's at 29%. I don't know if that makes sense. What, to put Golbat? Yeah, I don't know if it makes sense for Golbat to... On this, so you have currently Toxicroak, Azu, and Golbat. Yes, is Golbat even on this list of usage? I don't see it here. Hmm. Probably not just because of how many psychic are around. Oh, here it is, it's at four percent. Yeah, Scoliopede is not on this list either. Um, what would you think of Venomoth confusion and poison thing? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I could run Skunk Tank. Not against running Skunk Tank. I was just going to say, if you drop Golbat, that's the number two recommended. Is running Skunk Tank instead? Mm-hmm. Skunk Tank. That Poison actually is a pretty big improvement in rating, too. Toxie, Skunk, and Azu. Consistency goes up to A, Safety B, Bulk C, Coverage B. Uh, Skunk Tank still loses to Azumarill. One shield scenario. I mean, everything oh, goes. by by six six HP. God, that's <laughs> disgusting, though. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah, it stupid. Is. Yeah, can we please ban Azumarill? I swear, I swear. Um, I swear that's atrocious. They just need to start banning that. Start calling it names. Maybe it doesn't quite deserve names. Even it... Lick Licky loses to Azumarill. That I mean, Azumarill has the bulk over it, doesn't it? I think so. Yeah. So yeah. But then your next number one recommended is Lanoon. <laughs> oh, with 
Toxie, Skunk Tank, Ozumarill. Yeah. Lanoon is the third. What's Lanoon? Is uh, Lanoon needing to be around 40? Yeah. Gross. Um, but it also that. has Grass Knot and Thunder to deal with other flyers and Azu. Yeah. Lanoon, Licky Licky, Licky Tongue, Delcaddy, Hypno. I mean, Hypno's a great choice for a psychic. It does its job, plus has coverage and other options. Yeah. Uh, let's put Hypno on the, tis, on the list. Confusion, Thunder Punch, Shadow Ball. Add Pokemon. Rate team. A, B, C, A. This team only has somewhat safe matchups and may be limited to switch options or struggle without switch advantage, considering alternatives with good bulk or coverage to provide more flexibility. Otherwise, be prepared to spend shields to line up your Pokemon in the right matchups. That's probably... Toxie and Skunk Tank both don't have the bulk that other things do. So... Um, biggest threats: Frostlass, Claydol, Lickitung, Azu. Still, God, this is bad. I man, looking at this, I really just don't want to participate. Still, <laughs> I hate. I hate that that might be the conclusion here, but I don't know. If this is atrocious. <sighs> there's a lot know. of bulk in this cup, and there's a lot of things that have. There's no safe picks. It comes down to the wire in a lot of these matchups. Right. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, because we could be going at this for another two hours or something. We're an hour, yeah. an hour and ten in. Maybe that. I, I, I hate for that to just be the result. Is just, just we get partway through a team comp and I'm just like, you know what? It's not worth it. But I think, I don't know. I'd say write down what you have right now, and just play with it. Look at, look at. I mean, I spent four hours looking at combinations last mm-hmm. night. And now all that just got thrown out the window because they added things like Obstagoon. All right. I'm going to throw Lanoon on here, even though it barely wins to everything. It doesn't, it's not safe wins. Um, Nothing is safe wins in this. Cup. Yeah. So I think my, the biggest two things in this team is I don't have a Lanoon built. So I'd have to build a Lanoon and I don't have a second moved Hypno. I think. Let me double check that. Which is only 50,000. Right. It's not terrible. And I've got plenty of dust. Uh, let's see. Let's just type in hip. No. Um. Nope, I do have one. It already has the right moves too. Confusion, Thunder Punch, Shadow Ball. So, yeah, I could do that. So realistically, Lanoon would be the only, and Lanoon's probably pretty expensive. Um, so one, two, three, four, five. Uh, that removes my bulk down to C and my safety up to B. So what is our last option? Uh, Frostlass is still a little bit of a threat. Wigglytuff is a little bit of a threat. Obstagoon looks like a pretty big threat here. Um, Wigglytuff is top alternative here. And since we have one space left, Wigglytuff is a top option. A top option. Obstagoon is a top option. Vileplume, Venusaur. I just don't feel safe running a grass within this meta right now. Um, and Clefable. I'm not against running Wigglytuff. What's your thoughts on Wigglytuff? Um, 
It's just everything a, it's supposed to be also hits it back for super effective damage. Hmm. So what it's beating here in our in my potential alternatives is Frostlass, uh, Wigglytuff, which hits it for huge amounts of damage with Avalanche. Um, Obstagoon, Counter, uh, Galalee, Ice Shard, Avalanche, uh, Lickalicky. That one's interesting. I think it's just Body Slam or Earthquake on those last two. Okay, yeah, and the same thing with like a Tongue. Um, so it's close wins. It doesn't. None of these. Uh, excuse me. None of these options except for Obstagoon really has any outst- outstanding wins, and Obstagoon loses to Galalie, or no, uh, it loses to Wigglytuff, um, and then it has it wins against Lickalicky and Lickitung just because of counter. Mm-hmm. So. But it still loses to Wigglytuff. Um, I've got a good Wigglytuff. I don't think it's built. Let me search that up too. We're going to go type in the right things plus Jigglypuff. I have two Wigglytuff. I have my rank 54 Great League. Um, it needs its second attack, but it's 10,000 Stardust. Wow, that's nice. Um, what is it? Charm, Ice Beam, Play Rough. So I need to switch everything out. Um, but it's also 1278 already. Let's see, what is it going to cost me to get it up to 15? 1499, 46,000 Stardust, and 40 Candy. That's... A chunk, but also well within the amount of Stardust I have. <sighs> I'm not opposed to this team. Rate team. Coverage A, bulk C, safety B, consistency A. Moveset or performance-wise, it's not terrible. It's a little bit all over the place. It's got some nice wins and then some heavy losses, but it's pretty back and forth. Although... Looking in this, the what is it? The meta scorecard. Um, this looks like what uh, the Silverina is trying to do, where it's really balanced and it's all about uh, skill of play. Mm-hmm. It's all about what you have and how if you know how to use it. So this and that's the thing. Looking, you just need to practice. Yeah, this is looking like a solid team, especially with the Obstagoon application. Uh, a threat score of 541, which is solid. That's actually pretty impressive. Uh, Beedrill and Scoliopede are somewhat threats. Uh, Frostlass is up here but as again, well. But again, not many people are going to be running Bug until after Beedrill's community. Right, day. that's true. And if you save Skunk Tank just to be the anti-Bug, uh-huh. you have them with Flamethrower. Yeah. Uh, potential alternatives, it's recommending uh, Amok, uh, Haunter, Weavile. Eh, Weavile. Although Weavile is beating, losing to Azumarill, but beating Venusaur, beating Beedrill and Scoliopede barely. In my first team I made, I ran Weavile and Venusaur as a combo. Interesting. Because they both cover each other's weaknesses. Uh-huh. Um... Yeah, it's recommending a lot of uh, a lot of the standard ice. stuff, but it's one of those things. It's rec- recommending a little bit of ice as well. Um, Weavile beats Bronzong. That's interesting. Snarl. Oh, that's true. 
That's true. That makes sense. Um, Snarl and foul play. Oh, gross. Yeah, that's solid. I actually might might do that. Although the cheese pick really isn't in here. Lanoon. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> He's cheese. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's at least just better than um, Furret. Furret would be un, like not useful in that slot, Ooh, like at it? all. Let's see. I don't think so. It, it's gonna, coverage isn't really there. I have your team built on here, so I'm going to add Furret and see what it does. You're going to switch Lanoon for Furret? Yeah. Because it's like its secondary charge move is dig, and you and I have both. Yeah, I don't. It changes your team comp pretty badly. Yeah, that's yeah. It drops you down to a coverage A, bulk C, safety C, consistency B. Okay. Um. All right. So okay. Here's here's the question. Uh, Azumarill, do I switch out Hydro Pump for Ice Beam? Don't do it. I'll do it. Okay. Keep your stats the same, and I'll find out. You want to change Hydro Pump for Ice Beam? Yeah, or Play Rough. I don't know what makes more sense. I would run an Ice Beam Play Rough. If you do, your bulk drops down to C. Ouch. Oof. You said your ranking was what? Uh, five forty-one. Yeah, don't change it. Keep okay. what you got. Alrighty. Are well, you running Play Rough Hydro Pump? Uh, yes. Yeah, keep that. All right, I'm going to make this a battle tee or a battle party in my game. How much does it change if you go Sledge Bomb to Dynamic Punch on Toxie? going to call it Magi. It's worse. Yeah, don't, don't change Dynamic Punch. <laughs> All right, Brock's Bane in my lead. Brock's Bane is my Toxicroak. That's funny if you've watched the show. Skunk Tank. Hot Cheetos. Um, let's see. It's funny because if you change Skunk Tank from Bite off Poison Jab, uh-huh. it immediately just shuts down uh, Frost Lass. Oh, it does? What's the <laughs> um, What's the team rating look like then? Uh, let me look at it again. Bite. Barely get any of those charge moves. You don't have any more poison coverage. It drops you down to 557. Oh, it bumps me up a little bit? Yeah. Interesting. And um, your ranking is about the same. Okay, interesting. But I think it having the poison jab is what you need, especially against Azu. I'll have to double check what other Lanoon... Because yeah, I think if you look at the matchup... Where was it? Uh, Azumarill versus Skunk Tank. I think with the Flamethrower matchup, yeah, you lose to Azu, but it only has 6 HP left in a one-shield scenario with, with, with Skunk Tank. Uh, poison Jab versus Bite? Well, no, I'm saying overall, if you use Poison Jab Skunk against Azu, uh-huh. it pretty much will beat it out with just Poison Jabs. Interesting. Okay. Would and it you make have sense to use Crunch to... to get damage, extra damage in, but... Right. Okay. Alrighty. Well, it's a rating of five sixteen. I should participate in a PvP tournament since I haven't in a while. Um, I feel bad about it, but it's also one of those things of like I just my motivation and excitement level has dropped pretty much for everything um, since all of this started. So, um, it sucks. All of this sucks. Like, I I mean that's kind of 
common knowledge at this point of all of this is just the most fun. But um, I say that sarcastically. You said sarcastically. You yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you don't already know, I'm saying that sarcastically. Um, but you know, um, we'll get through it. Yeah, that's a solid team. Uh, do you have any idea when you wanted to post the Sorcerer's Cup for the Battle Science Discord? I need to put up a poll and find out if people want to start before or after Community Day. Do we? Uh, I'm going to look up if we know when Community Day is. Um, or would it be in the game, in the news section, maybe? Probably not. News, throwback challenge. I imagine it'll get announced tomorrow. Yeah, probably. <laughs> June 20th is Weedle Community Day. Oh, June 20th? Oh heavens! So then we'd have to, we'd probably have to start it before. We're, well, we could even start it on that day, on June twentieth. That gives us a whole week to do what four rounds? Yeah. Nah, I'm not. No, I'm not okay. trying that. So then I won't worry about asking. I'll just okay. Pick a date by tomorrow and yeah. I'll throw it up. Yeah, I mean we can do like a blitz if we if we complete it ahead of time. We can do a blitz second one, and just mm-hmm. try and uh, bust through it if people want to, but. I would recommend not because that sounds rough. All right. Well, solid team of Toxie, Skunk Tank, Azumarill, Hypno, Lanoon, and Wigglytuff. And again, uh, Niantic or Sulfurina, if you guys are listening, please remove Azumarill from eligibility for later tournaments <laughs> for the sake of my sanity or and or just my personal preference. I can't be the only one that's thinking Azumarill is just around too often. Honestly, I thought Muck should have been banned for this one, too. Yeah, I think Muck is a reasonable counter to Azu, though. So, um, or Amok. Amok or regular Muck? Amok. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I think regular again. Muck is being overshadowed by Amok. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe it needs a fire type move. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, actually, I wonder what. Uh, what can you give Muck to make it perform better? Um, let's see. Poison Jab, Lick, Infestation, and Acid. Unobtainable via TM Acid. Interesting. Thunder Punch, Acid, Spray, Dog, Pulse, Gunk Shot, Sludge Wave. Thunder Punch is actually... So, Poison Jab, Thunder Punch is... We've already talked about Muck. We've talked about Muck a while ago. But yeah, Poison Jab, Thunder Punch is solid. Having Dark Pulse is nice. Acid Spray and Gunk Shot. Maybe there just needs to be a better poison charge move. Eh. Um, or maybe it needs sludge bomb or something. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, Muck. I mean, Muck performs fairly well. Um, it is rank 19, so that's solid. Um, uh, all right. I think that's about an episode. Do you have anything else we need to cover? Nope. Shorter, sweeter, I'd say sweeter, kind of. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you guys want to get in touch with us, uh, are angry with us, or are appreciative of appreciative of us, or have feedback one way or another, um, uh, check us out on Twitter uh, at Battle Underscore Science. Um, you can email us with all of your text-based messaging uh battle hop in the si- discord if you want to yell at us hop on the discord if you want to uh chat with us more directly um email is also directly it's just uh, no one emails people anymore 
Um, if you need to email us in one way or another, uh, battlescience.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I see Twitter. Uh, if you're listening to this in podcast ser- uh, on podcast services around the globe, then you already know where the podcast is. Um, if you want to check out anytime we do live stuff that isn't right now in the podcast, uh, twitch.tv slash battle science. Um, boy, howdy. Every week I say I have like a laundry list of things that I want to get done. Uh, and then every two weeks we get to a new episode and none of that list is done. So, um, I'm going to stop. Procrastinators. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, again, with everything else going on and, um, like my lack of enthusiasm and, uh, or the, the, yeah, the lack of natural enthusiasm and overall, uh, energy drain that is life currently, um, you know, uh, things are just, we're uh, doing the best we can. <sighs> yeah, we're, we're, we're doing what we can the best. I'm I, constantly I've... at work. I know it's, a totally different situation from what Steven's in. And I just, I get home and I'm exhausted and I don't want to do anything. Yeah. Um, like I think it was last Tuesday. I just laid in bed the whole night. My roommate came in and checked on me. He's like, are you alive? Yeah. I was like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. With that, thank you guys for listening. Uh, check us back again in two weeks. That is going to be mid June. Let's see, that's going to be this record on the 16th going live on the, uh, what's it called, the 20th? Hey, uh, not this next podcast, but the podcast after is going to be recorded on the day after my birthday. So that's going to be the third. And technically my last day at my current job. So yay, but in a more scary tone. Um Stay safe out there, guys. Stay gals. safe out there. We'll uh, we'll catch you guys out on the the digital battlefield, um, wherever that might be in cyberspace stuff. Goodness, cue the corny laser noises. Pew 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 pew. Yeah. 